Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing. Of course, following the podcast on any podcast platform and of course youtube as well 94 wip check it out we appreciate everyone who listens and uh and helping odyssey reach the top of all the sports podcasts out there so we appreciate that and a lot going on obviously with the super bowl over the weekend and now we dive deep into the offseason pitchers and catchers of the phillies today sixers get themselves a uh, a really big win last night a nice win last night in cleveland but the biggest story right now as it pertains to the beginning of the eagles offseason is the Hassan Reddick situation. It certainly slipped through the cracks, cracks probably NFL-wise. Over the weekend, Hassan Reddick and the story that the Eagles have granted a permission to seek a trade because you know it was overshadowed by Patrick Mahomes and the 49ers and the Super Bowl. Not here, though. It wasn't overshadowed here. It's a major story. It's the first bomb of the offseason for the Eagles, and it's a matter of where this goes now. Now, there's some similarities to last year. The Eagles basically told this to Darius Slay, yeah, go find a trade. And he didn't really find one, and then he came back. Now, this is a little bit different because this has been an extended issue with the Eagles and Hassan Reddick. And if you're surprised we're here, you you may not have been paying attention to the details over the last year. I'm not surprised. Am I disappointed that Hassan Reddick maybe has played his last game as an Eagle? Sure, he's been their best pass rusher for years now, but I'm not surprised. couple of pivot points that I think led us right here right now Number one, the Eagles used their second first-round pick last year, the 30th pick on the draft, in uh, on Hassan uh, Hassan Reddick's replacement, basically, Nolan Smith, the guy that coming out of the draft, the, the comp was Hassan Reddick. So when you have a veteran in the back half or near the end of his deal and you spend a very high pick on that player's clone, it is, it's a tell that you're replacing that player. You're about to replace him. You're getting ready to, to grease the skids for that guy's exit and to get a cheaper version of the same player. That's what I believe the Eagles did when they drafted Nolan Smith. Now, was the evaluation of Nolan Smith wrong? Can he be as good as Reddick has been? That That's all up in the air. I didn't. I, I loved what I saw to Nolan Smith at college. Personality-wise, he reminds me of Brandon Graham. I think he could be a leader and a big eagle down the line. But as far as last year goes, I didn't see, once we got past his injury in, in summer and into the season, I didn't see enough flash from Nolan Smith where I feel great about where he is right now. And remember, to go back to a Brandon Graham comp, it took Brandon Graham a couple of years. So I'm not out on Nolan Smith yet. I still like him. But is he ready to take over and, and replace the production of Hassan Reddick today or opening day of 2024? My, my gut is right now he's not. But that's step one. That was point one of how we're here. The second part, of course, was in the summer. And when Hassan Reddick basically had a hold in. It was it was really kind of under-talked about. I, I made a big deal of it on the Midday Show because I thought it was a big deal that Hassan Reddick wasn't practicing and it was kind of weird, the, the vague soreness or tiredness or groin stuff he had. I thought he was holding in. I thought he was had a, a kind of a 
unsuccessful hold-in because he didn't really make a big scene, but he wasn't really practicing either. And then he had the thumb surgery because he had hurt his thumb a little bit there at the end of uh, training camp, but he wanted a new contract. And when asked, you know, what's going on, he said, you know, and it was around the time other guys were getting their deals reworked or more money. And he fell behind the edge rushers in terms of his average salary. It's only about 15 per year. Nick Bosa makes 34. The best guys are 25, 27, 28. And Bosa is obviously in the $30 million range. So I'm not surprised we're here. They drafted a guy that's just like him in the first round, a possible replacement. They didn't redo his contract when he asked. So I'm not surprised we're here. As far as what happens now, my gut is that Hassan Reddick has played his last game as an Eagle. That, that's what I feel today. I think they're going to move on from him. And I think it's going to come down to compensation. Will someone pay him? Why I think it's a little bit different than Slay last year is I think someone will pay Hassan Reddick. You know, you look at the teams and lists of teams out there with cap room. There's certainly a number of them. Teams that want to make a jump next year, they need a pass rusher. He's instant pass rush. You know, we could quibble, and I think it's begun, you know, people starting to talk themselves in Hassan Reddick not being here. It's like, well, he didn't play the run anyway. And what did he do down the stretch of the season? The guy has over 30 sacks when you add the postseason in the last two years. So there will be interest in Hassan Reddick. Now, will teams be offering him 30 a year? I don't know. Probably not. Will they offer him 25 a year, 24 a year? Probably on, a, on an extra you know, couple of years on this deal. And then it's about trade compensation the Eagles could work out. And I don't know what his value is right now in terms of a trade because you have to pay him as well. A decent comp a couple of years ago, the Bears traded Khalil Mack, who's a better player, but Khalil Mack to the Chargers for a second, and I believe it was a sixth. So that is probably a, a framework for, for maybe a trade here. Now, would it be a second? Would it be a third? Would it be an early third if it's a bad team trying to make a jump? I don't know. But that's the kind – if I'm Howie, that's what I'm looking for. I don't think they get anything near a first. But if I could get a day two pick for Hassan Reddick, that's where I would start to have some interest if I've already deemed I'm not going to pay him. And I don't think this just goes away. I don't think this is a thing where Hassan Reddick probably wasn't thrilled when they drafted Nold Smith then was it thrilled when they ignored him, at least in terms of black and white, right? Like they didn't give him a contract. They may have spoke to him. They may have tried to appease him and had a conversation, but they didn't adjust his contract. And I thought they could have. I thought Trey Hendrickson with the Bengals was a fair example, similar deal, similar kind of player, age. They tacked on a year and 20-something million to the contract. I thought the Eagles could have done that for Reddick. They didn't. And then you obviously go to the season and have him drop back at a coverage. He's frustrated probably because he can't put up numbers to get this next deal. So all that's there. But as, as I look at, if I'm Howie, I don't think this is going to end well because I, I think the next step for Reddick is to not show up for camp. If they don't do anything here, if, if a deal doesn't get done, either an extension on his deal or they don't trade him, I don't think he's suddenly going to just say, oh, okay, I'll play out the last year of my deal. I mean, he's been building towards something bigger here. Last draft, then the kind of soft hold-in last summer. Now this, I'd be surprised if he just says, okay, you guys don't want to redo my deal. You try to trade me, didn't work. I'll come in and play. I'll have a great season and, and be happy. I doubt it. This feels like a distraction. Now, look, Bosa did this with the Niners last offseason and didn't show up to the first game. They made the Super Bowl. Chris Jones didn't even show up for the first game last year. They lost the Lions. They won the Super Bowl. So there's no rule out there that says you can't get through a summer distraction. But something tells me the Eagles, after a year of turmoil, especially down the stretch, and no harmony in that locker room and all the question marks about leadership and all, something tells me the Eagles don't want this. So I, I doubt this is going to end pretty unless they trade him or give him a new contract. Look, a, a day two pick is where I think we are, are looking at 
possible compensation. But the one thing that I keep coming back to, and we're bringing Tucker in a few minutes to get his thought on this, that I can't wrap my mind around. And maybe it's time for me and all of us to kind of recalibrate what we think of the 2024 Eagles and what Howie and Jeff might think of the 2024 Eagles. And I want to make sure I, I put a caveat on this. I don't think Hassan Reddick is you know, one, uh, one of the three or four best defensive players in the league. He's very good. I like him. He's a heck of a pass rusher. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's Miles Garrett or Micah Parsons or those guys, but he's good. But here's what he definitely is. One of the best, if not the best defensive player on this particular team. And as I think about the 2024 Eagles and their chances to build a Super Bowl defense, if that's the goal, the goal is to get right back to this next year, be playing in a title game against the Niners or against the Lions or against the Packers or whoever next January to go to Super Bowl 59 in New Orleans. If that's the goal, I don't think there's any chance the Eagles are building that kind of defense for next year if Hassan Reddick's not here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. I mean, really, if, if you take Hassan Reddick off this team, who are their four best defensive players? Just, just name them. Just like off top of your head, because this is what I came up with. If you take Hassan Reddick out, right now I would say some combination of Josh Sweat, who also disappeared down the stretch, Jalen Carter, who disappeared down the stretch, but obviously very promising here as a, as a rookie, second defensive rookie of the year. Darius Slay. And who's fourth? Jordan Davis, who might be a part-time player. Reed Blankenship. I mean, I'm not putting Bradbury. He stunk. I'm not putting any linebacker. Fletcher's a free agent. Br- Brandon's old. I mean, who else would you even put? So, so that's what we're talking about here. That's not the bones of a championship defense. It's not even the bones of a decent defense. It's the bones of a bad defense. So subtracting Reddick, while it might be, it might be the time. It might they might have no choice. It might be the best for the long term. It totally makes them worse for 2024. I don't see any way around that that it makes them a worse team next year and they're in their quest to try to get back to a Super Bowl. It, it does. It's He's their best defensive player. He's their best pass rusher. He has been for two years their most consistent pass rusher, over 30 sacks in the two years when you include the playoffs. So it, it clearly makes them a worse team for next year. And if they do trade Redick, 
it makes me think next year is a reset year and we're going down that path where they say, all right, we're not good enough right now. Let's get cap relief for the future as Jalen's number starts to jump. Cap relief for the future as you know, Devontae's number is about to jump, assuming they re-sign him. Dickerson's number is about to jump as they re-sign him. Let's recalibrate this thing and let's try to get draft picks in here. They already have three picks in the top 50-something when you include the Saints pick they got from a couple years ago. And I could see them trying to get a day two pick for Hassan Reddick. Let's say it's another second round pick. Let's say it's a late second round pick. A contender wants him. You know, whoever, the Lions. Right? A contender wants him. They give up a pick for him. And the Eagles say, we have four picks in the first two rounds. It's time to reset this thing. When you add together what we did last year with Carter and Davis, uh, excuse me, Carter and Smith, you know, now maybe they add three more defensive players in this draft and they try to try to be what the Chiefs did two years ago, which is compete on the fly try to win on the fly while rebuilding a young defense. And my guess is the Eagles won't be as successful with it. They won't win a Super Bowl, but I could see that being a thought. But we could be heading for a reset year. Tucker, I know you're a, um, a very big fan of Hassan Reddick, a Temple guy, and he's been an excellent Eagle so far. I, I just don't know how this ends with him here. And, but if it doesn't end with him here, even if they get something good back, I don't know how they have a good defense next season. Yeah, I mean, it, you kind of saw this coming, right? And as someone who, you know, purchased a Hassan Reddick jersey for Christmas for my brother, it, it is a little upsetting. But, you know, that's, that's just how it goes. But, I mean, going dating back to the summer, it kind of felt this way, right? He was clearly unhappy with his contract. There were a lot of, you know, rumors and things swirling about that. And he made it pretty apparent, you know, in, in training camp. And now looking ahead, I'd be surprised if he's back. This might be a negotiation tactic. You do see it a lot. Like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens did this last offseason. The Eagles obviously did this with Darius Slay before, and he came back and and took another contract. So I don't, I don't think it's the end. I don't think the door is completely shut. It could simply just be a negotiation tactic. But I think enough writing's on the wall that if you expect Hassan Reddick to be back, I just I wouldn't agree with you. And for this defense right now, I mean, you mentioned a lot of guys who need a new contract or due for a pay raise. And the crazy thing is all these people are due for a pay raise on a team that didn't really play well at the end of the year, right? Like, I'm not excited about giving Devontae Smith more money. I'm not excited about giving Josh Sweat more money or the defensive tackles more money or the secondary more money when this was the defense that really struggled to put things together at the end. Like, not only was this defense, you know, underwhelming, they're fairly cheap in a lot of areas. So if you're going to let Hassan Reddick walk, I don't think you necessarily have the talent to compete for a Super Bowl next year. Now, does ZD have a take? Your dog there. Does ZD have a take on the whole Reddick situation? He does have a take on Hassan Reddick. He's not a fan of the snow today. He, mm. he peed inside for the first time in, in two weeks, but I get it. Like it was a hailstorm this morning. I wouldn't want to pee in the hail. So I'm not going to, not going to put that on him. I got to say, hailstorm and peeing inside feels like a metaphor for the end of the Eagle season. That yeah. was a hailstorm, and there was a lot of peeing inside. There, there really was. So ZD just made it, uh, it, his debut here on the podcast. I agree, Tucker, I agree with what Tucker said there, and ZD, that this is likely ending with Hassan Reddick on another team. But now it's about, okay, what does that mean if he's not here? And I, I can't see the Eagles being a Super Bowl defense next season if he's not part of it. So is it time to recalibrate expectations? The minute he's not on this team, I'm going to say yes. Because, all right, even if you give me four picks the first two rounds, is how are we going to hit those? Are they going to be ready? Can they play at a high level next year? The Eagles are in a weird little situation where we still want to believe the window that opened, whether you believe it was 2021 or 2022, exists. Like they're still in that Super Bowl window. 
Actions always speak louder than words, though. Always in the NFL. Teams will tell you where they are, where they think they are, by what they could do. And the Chiefs are probably a great outlier. But the Chiefs a couple of years ago moved on from Tyreek Hill. And I think the Eagles could probably look at a similar situation. Really, Are we really going to pay $25, $27 million for a 29 going on 30-year-old edge rusher who doesn't play the run when we get picks back and rebuild around our now more expensive quarterback? I, th- I, I imagine the Eagles probably look at the Chiefs and say, we should try go down, going down that blueprint with this. Now, can they win two Super Bowls while they turn the whole thing over the way the Chiefs did? No, I don't think so because they don't have Mahomes and Reed. But that's probably where we're going with this. If Hassan Reddick's not here, the Eagles' chances to win next year's Super Bowl take a major hit to me. But their chances to win Super Bowl 60 and 61 certainly might get better. I would try to hold on to Hassan Reddick. I don't think he's going to be here. And I think the tell is going to be what they do, what it tells us about who they are and what they are. We may be closer to a reset on the Eagles roster rather than an all-in season for 2000. And 24. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. Stay safe out there. Don't be like ZD and have accidents in the house. It's uh, It was quite a ride in to Philadelphia this morning. The snow is sticking out there. Hopefully you could uh, stay at home, work at home, and enjoy a little WIP Daily. We will talk tomorrow. Happy Pitchers and Catchers Report Day. We'll talk soon on WIP Daily. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.